Lord Jesus, thank you for Friday. Thank you for a great week. And uh, Lord, we thank you for what is in store for us today. And again, we just ask you to help us to be sensitive to your voice today and those holy hunches that Don Patton talks about and that, uh, and that we would listen and obey those hunches uh, today, Lord. Thank you for Xander. Thank you for his leadership. I ask you to bless his relationship with Emily. Just unify them, Lord. And um, we just ask you to, to be with, uh, with Xander and uh, the rest of the team today. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Xander Johnson, thank you for your courageous leadership again, my friend. All right. Um, today, we are going to be in Mark. We're going to be in Mark 1, 16 through 20. Uh, it's, it's a story about um, Jesus meeting Simon and Andrew. Okay. Um, and how he calls them to be fishers of men. But uh, first, I'm going to give a little bit of my testimony real quick. Um, I grew up in church, but I was never a Christian. Um, and I cared about attendance a lot. Like I thought that if I had good attendance going to church, then that means that I got bumped up in the heaven, uh, in the heaven slot role. <laughs> um, but I stopped going when I was in high school because um, I'd rather play soccer or hang out with, um, hang out with people. Yeah. Um, and eventually my young life leader, Jameson came to one of my soccer games. And I was like, who is this random 25 year old sitting in the stands? And why is he trying to talk to me? Um, and so I ended up going to young life, but I was still making all the bad choices. I was kind of a, I was kind of an idiot in high school. Um, and Jameson asked me to hang out a lot. And he asked me hard questions about my life. He called me on my BS um, and wow. brought me to church and ended up uh, pushing me to Jesus in uh, the November of 2014. Um, and that's how I became a Christian is just through, through young life. And, uh, basically like, that's how my life changed forever. Um, and he, he kind of used this scripture. And so I, I thought it'd be fun to reminisce on that a little bit. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Matthew's one, or sorry, Mark one, 16 to 20, um, passing along the sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, the brother of Simon, uh, casting a net into the sea for they were fishermen. And Jesus said, follow me and I'll, and I'll make you become fishers of men. And immediately uh, they left their nets and followed him. Mm. Um, and going on a little farther, he saw, the James, he saw James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, who were mending the boats, who were in their boats, many nets. And immediately he called them and they left their father Zebedee in the boat and with the hired servants and followed him. Mm. Um, so something that I'm going to focus on the part of Andrew and uh, Andrew and Simon. Um, but so basically Jesus called two fishermen out of the boats and says, Hey, like whatever you're really good at, like these people would have not been. So the way that it worked is that um, basically you would either make it into like Jewish synagogue school, or you would become like a carpenter or a fisherman. So these guys didn't make it into the school. So they became fishermen. That would have been their like family business. Um, and it would have been like their whole life essentially. He, Jesus walks up, just comes on the scene and says, Hey, drop whatever you're doing and just come follow me. Mm. Um, and honestly, they probably would have been pretty confused. Um, yeah. if it was like, it would have been really confusing. Some dude just saying, come and follow me. Um, but so the, the original Greek word, um, of follow me says that your place is following me. Like that's where we belong is following Jesus. Mm. Um, which is just kind of fun. It's like, that means that we're out of place when we're not following Jesus. Um, so Simon and Andrew drop everything, their job, their boats, and that's their house. Like they leave their town. 
they leave the Sea of Galilee and they go and they follow Jesus around in the desert for the next three years. Um, they preached about Jesus and they also, so they preached about Jesus after his death and they even got killed for it just because Jesus was bold and said, Hey, come and follow me. Um, and so um, I'm going to talk about how to become um, a fisherman of men or, or sorry, a fisher of men. Um, and so it all starts with the promise is like, if you follow me, I'm going to make you a fisher of men. So like the, the prerequisite to becoming a fisher of men is that we have to be a follower of Jesus. Um, but this also means that Jesus is the one that's doing the work because he's the one that's making us fishermen. It's not like something that we have to earn. It's something that Jesus like gives us freely, like when we accept him into our life and when we follow him. Um, the definition of a fisher of men is uh, someone who is a preacher of the gospel um, Jesus makes us into a, into a disciple who will share the news of Jesus coming down and dying on the cross um, for our sin and giving us eternal life if we believe in him. Like that's the definition of a fisher of men. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's fun that he's like, hey, like quit fishing after these crummy little fish and start chasing after people, mm-hmm. um, which I can see in my life sometimes is that um, one of the benefits of me coaching is that I get to hang out with uh, get to hang out with a bunch of high school kids and I am one of the most competitive people that you may ever meet. And so I care more about winning our JVB soccer game than I do about the kids sometimes. And so it's like that little thing of like, why do I care so much about um, this thing that I'm doing instead of the people that are doing the thing. Um, and so that's just kind of a mindset shift that I've had this year in coaching soccer. And I've seen a lot of fruit from it. Um, that's good. And so we're supposed to follow Jesus first. This means that spend time with Jesus above anything else. Like if you want any growth in your life, then you're going to have to spend time with Jesus first. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't have a good marriage. You can't have a good workplace unless you're spending time with Jesus first. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, like Jesus makes us better fishermen when we spend time with him, when we spend time in the Bible, when we spend time in community and church and in prayer. Um and I like to be good at, I hope to be good at everything that I do. So um, like, like really leaning into all of those things will impact how we fish. Mm-hmm. Um, so I used to fish and I am not very good at it, but here are some of the things that my grandpa taught me when uh, he taught me how to fish. Um, is that number one is that we need to go to where the fish are. Uh, fish are attracted to light. So John eight twelve. 12. Mm. Um, Sorry, I misplaced my Bible marker. Um, John 8, 12 says, again, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And so like, we are that light to people. Like, because we have Jesus in us, like fish are attracted to us. People are attracted to us because we have the light of the world in us, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, and so like whenever I hang out with those soccer kids or like whenever you're in a workplace, like be the light of the world. And then like people who aren't believers are going to be attracted. Like they're going to see that something's different about your life mm-hmm. and they're going to want to like know why. And that can cause a great conversation. Hmm. Um, number two, this more impacts like um, Simon, uh, but fish with urgency. So those fishermen, like their whole family depended on if they would catch a fish that day or not. And so like the urgency of like, if I don't work, then I'm not going to be able to like feed my family. And Mm -hmm. so, um, 
we should be able like we should be chasing after our friends our family and our coworkers urgently who don't know jesus mm-hmm. um so romans six twenty three says for the wages of sin are death um and so that what that means is that our friends who don't know jesus are dead and that they aren't going to heaven like if that doesn't give you an urgency of like i need to take as many people with me to heaven as i possibly can i don't know what will mm-hmm. um so everything that we do should be trying to get our friends to friends, family, coworkers to know Jesus. Yeah. Um, the other step, or the another fishing tip is you have to fish patiently, <laughs> which is not <laughs> different than fishing with urgency. Uh, fishing is frustrating. It's boring. It's sad. It's lonely. And it's really hard. <laughs> um, and all of those things apply for fishing for men too. Yeah. Um, in my life i my entire first year of coaching soccer i was trying to invite kids to come to youth group um, and not a single one came and i'm like why am i doing this this is so frustrating i'm just throwing lines out there and i can't catch a damn fish and so it was like what is happening here Mm -hmm. and like jesus never says that it's going to be easy but he says follow him like i became i became a better fisherman by like by all of those bad casts that i threw out there yeah. I became a better fisherman because I was hanging out with Jesus and talking to him um, while I was at Loveland. And so it's trusting that Jesus will do what he's going to do. And we don't have control. Of it. I mean, I have no say on whether or not a kid is going to come to come to youth group or not, but I can uh, abide in Jesus and that'll give, that'll, that'll be the best opportunity for it. Um, and the last one is that uh, it's not about us. Mm-hmm. Like in the beginning, I said like, if you want to be a good fisherman, Jesus is going to make you a good fisherman. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Jesus is doing the work through us, not the other way around. Um, it's not about numbers or results, mm-hmm. but it's about like your obedience to Jesus and your willingness to keep on, to keep on trying that. And then we're going to end up looking more like Jesus through that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. other little things is follow Jesus. the most important thing in our world. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, also when you hook a fish, it is literally the greatest thing in the entire world. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I am a very terrible fisherman. And so when I am, when I'm trying to catch a bass and I get a big bass, I'm like, this is literally, I am so cool. I am superior to everyone. Get off my, get off me. Um, but for like in the, in the uh, to put it back into people wise, it's uh, when I, I have, uh, I've been inviting some loving kids to go to fall weekend and nine of them have said yes so far. I'm like, this is the best feeling ever is that nine of my friends get to hear the gospel. Yeah. Like, and that is like, oh yeah, I'm going to coach forever because it gives me the opportunity to hang out with kids and to invite them into, um, invite them into places where they're going to get to hear the gospel. Um, that's all I have for today. No, it's good, Xander. It's interesting. And I'm sure a lot of the listeners feel that like I can feel, and of course I, I know you, but I'm not. I'm not standing next to you right now, but I can feel that excitement and I can't help but thinking that as, you know, as you're walking with the Lord year after year, day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, is that um, the tendency for people my age, Xander, at 54 is that I start to get into the routine and I lose that excitement as, as I'm listening to you. And I'm sure there's a lot of other people like Jeff Barber listening right now. That's like, oh my gosh, I remember that feeling um, that Xander's speaking of where you're inviting, you know, you're talking about fall weekend, whatever you're inviting them to, 
and people start saying yes. And then you start having that, that, that vision that maybe they'll come into a knowing relationship with Jesus and that maybe, maybe Jesus is going to use you, Xander, to um, be a magnet, a light, if you will, to pull them to him. And it is really, as you're, you're speaking, um, it, it is really exciting. And the, the two notes that I took, I mean, I took a, several notes, but the two that I put big asterisk next to is the note, be prepared to give the reason for your hope. I don't know exactly where that is in scripture, but, um, you know, be prepared that if you're, uh, you want the Lord to use you, Jerry, be prepared to give the reason for your hope. And the other, the other uh, quote that I, I recall from the, that movie, um, if you've ever seen a Dead Poets Society, where Robin Williams has the boys looking at into the eyes of men that have um, passed away years and years ago in that message of carpe diem, you know, seize the day, boys, that today, mm -hmm. this Friday, um, regardless of our age and regardless of where we are on the journey, is that um, the Lord can use us today, um, this Friday. So I, I appreciate the, uh, the energy you're bringing definitely to me this morning, Xander. Um, very refreshing. Awesome. So I Thanks, Thanks I, for letting me lead. <laughs> yeah. Well, I appreciate you leading it. And we need, you know, the body of Christ needs, um, we need leaders. We need, we need people to lead. Um, and you're, you're leading well. So I appreciate your enthusiasm and that message this morning, Xander. So will you, uh, sure. thank you. Will you play us into the rest of our, our Friday? Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Jesus, thank you for this morning. Thank you for the people on this call. Um, I just pray that uh, we would go out there and we'd be fishers of men, that we would uh, be a light in our community, um, whatever that looks like. Um, I pray that we would be urgent in our in our search for our friends who don't know the Lord and to in our urgent in our attempts to push them closer to you. Um, I pray that we would be patient in that as well, um, that we wouldn't get frustrated, that we wouldn't get sad when, when we fail miserably, but we would just trust you and that we know that... Uh, that you know best and you know how this is going to work out in the end yeah. uh, jesus you have your elect and uh, we just thank you for that that we get to be a part of that yeah. um i pray that um, we would reach people today that we would be the light of the world um, that we'd be the salt of the earth amen amen well done love you guys have a fantastic